When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Coach Steve Show podcast. Uh, make sure you're hitting the like button, subscribe button on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow it and rate it on Apple and iTunes. Helps grow the podcast there tremendously. The YouTube numbers have been great as well. Um, we got to get the Apple stuff going and Spotify going, so please go do that for me. Um, follow me at Coach underscore Steve 72 on Twitter and leave messages Um Comment back, leave comments, comment section down below. Today, we're going to discuss the Illinois fighting Illini, of course, coming off that big one versus Wisconsin, which uh, it's not, I don't like to make this joke, but it was Illinois caused the firing of uh, Coach Christ, Chris, Christ, sorry, Christ. And uh, I don't think that's funny because I think he was a good coach. Um, Illinois will be hosting the Iowa Hawkeyes this Saturday in Champaign. They are trying to sell out the stadium as much as possible. They're trying to give incentives, they're trying to do everything they can to sell out for this big-time game, which it is a big-time game. It'll be Coach Bielma's second other team uh, outside of Illinois 
Uh, he coached at Wisconsin. He was a head coach there, had a lot of success there. But he was a player for the Iowa Hawkeyes and started his coaching career with Iowa. Um, he even has an Iowa Hawkeye tattoo on his calf, which he doesn't like to talk about too much, and I'm sure he has it covered up all this week. Um, but we're going to discuss Illinois versus the Iowa Hawkeyes and the keys to this game and what Illinois needs to do to come out with another big-time win. Um Make sure you're checking out the Belly Up Media Network at bellyupsports.com. Check out all the podcasts, blogs, and everything there for everybody. There's some there for everybody, not just sports-related. That's Belly Up uh, Network at bellyupsports.com. So Illinois obviously comes off that we said already talked about before. They come off the big win versus Wisconsin, 34-10. to um, Start off a little slow, but then they started to dominate and then Wisconsin is now in the search. Uh, they'll be in the search of a new head coach. Um, now they will face off in Champaign versus the Iowa Hawkeyes, coming off a loss to Michigan last week. Um, they lost twenty-seven to fourteen. Um, Iowa, we've talked about a couple times on this show because um, they are different than they were last year. They were. I feel like they were a more dominant team last year. Maybe just maybe a little more flashier team. I would say maybe a better way to put it. Um, Iowa. We talked about how they only won seven to three versus South Dakota State. They did not score a touchdown in that game. Then they lose to Iowa State ten to seven. They beat Nevada twenty seven nothing. They beat Rutgers twenty seven to ten. Then they lose to Michigan twenty seven to fourteen. Iowa. So let's discuss this game. We're going to discuss keys to Illinois to get this win, um, and then we'll say if I think they're going to win or not at the end. This game is going to come down to which offense can get going versus the other team. Illinois has a very, very good defense, as we've already talked about. Um, they have a, they're one of the best defenses statistically in the country. They, you know, We talked about their rankings being the number one in scoring defense. Um, takeaways, yards per game, um, everything like that under the sun that we've talked about their defense before. Um, Iowa also has a very good defense. That is what's been keeping Iowa in the game, and we'll talk about offenses here in a second. Um, We're going to go through each stat here. So Iowa, they only score 16.4 points per game. They only give up 10 points per game. Uh, they only get 242 yards from their offense. 154 comes to the air, 88.2 yards on the ground. They only give up 254.4 yards per game. They allow 161 yards through the air, 92.8 on the ground. Illinois scores 29.4 points per game. They only give up 8.4 yards uh, points per game. They'll get 424 yards through the um Game 230 through the air, 194 on the ground. They give up 229 yards per game, 159 through the air, 70 on the ground. So their rush defense is really good. Uh, We've already discussed rankings before. So this game, both defenses, they're going to be keys to the game. But then the big other key is which offense is going to step up and start making plays. This may be a boring game if offenses don't get going for people. This is going to be that old school slugfest um, because Iowa, their offense is not very good this year. They're doing just enough to win, but when we talked about when you don't score a touchdown versus South Dakota State, that's a problem. Against Iowa State, you only score seven points, that's a problem. Um, talking about Nevada, this is that's a team that you should score 27 on. No offense to Iowa, um, 
but to score 27 points, um, that's what they should be doing. Rutgers, it depends on which kind of Rutgers team you get that week. They come in and they're really, really good, or they're a team that's going to struggle a little bit and they won 27 to 10. So that offense during those two weeks gained a little bit of confidence. Um, Lost my train of thought. I apologize. But then when you play Michigan, who is ranked number four in the nation, they're the playoff um, started right now. They would be number four. Um, and so to only score 14 points, re-watching that game, Iowa just struggled on offense. They Again, we've already went through the stats. If you look at Iowa's game versus Michigan last week, um, they just they just could not put the ball in the end zone. But one thing for Iowa that started to happen last week was Pietrus, the quarterback, had decent numbers last week, 21-31, 246 yards, and one touchdown. They just struggled to run the ball, which you don't normally hear about from an Iowa team. When you hear Iowa or think about Iowa football, you're thinking of – Old school I formation. They're still able to run the ball. They'll hop into a spread look, quote unquote, but still have a pro type run pass, kind of what Coach Bilma wants Illinois to do. But they are struggling to run the football. And when they have to rely on Pietras to pass the ball, they they won't win. Like he might get his yards, but it's not something that they really want to do. They had Pietras got hit. He had four quote unquote carries. Um, but he had negative 31 yards, and so that does not help Iowa's rushing. But if you look at their running backs, 34-yard rush and a 32-yard rusher, that doesn't get it done for them. And so for Iowa, their offense has been, you know, suspect this season. Um, if you even want to look back at the Iowa State game where they lost, um, Iowa's quarterback, Patriots, he only had 92 yards passing. They couldn't really pass the ball. They couldn't run the ball. Um Iowa State had a lot of pressure. So offensively for Iowa, they're going to try to run the football. That's what they want to do. And I think Illinois defensively will be okay if they say, you know what, Pietras throws the ball around, he's going to throw the ball around. Watching Illinois' rush defense last week against Wisconsin, who that's what they want to do too. This is two similar type teams Illinois is going to be facing off this week where – Iowa's going to look to try to run the football because that's who they are. They're okay if they pass it. They're okay giving up some yards. They just don't want to give up the points. If Illinois' defensive line comes out and does exactly what it did versus Michigan or Wisconsin, where they're getting hands-on, they're blowing people back, uh, their defensive ends are flying in making tackles, it allows their linebackers to flow around and make plays. When their safeties can come down and tackle and be physical with the receivers, if they can do that, give them different looks up front and be very, very physical – that Iowa offense is going to have a hard time scoring, and we can't give up big plays to Iowa. Iowa is a little bit better than Wisconsin this year as of this point in time, and even though we're okay with letting Pietrus get going or he's going to complete some passes, we also don't want to give up 300 yards passing because that could also lead to some bad things. But Basically, you're looking at the game plan for Wisconsin from Illinois' defense. It's going to be a similar outside-looking-in perspective. I'm not in the meetings. There's no proof of this. I have not talked to Coach Walters or anybody on that staff. But the outside-looking-in, you're looking at very similar type game plan where 
up front, you're going to see the 3-4 look. They might hop into a 4-3 look, 4-2-5 look, move guys around. Um, they're going to slant hard and have a defensive end. You know, they're going to do loops. They're going to get hands-on. They're going to try to two-gap. And they are going to have a very similar game plan there. And if all that goes to, for, to fruition, the Iowa offense is going to struggle the way they've been struggling all year. Yes, they've scored 27-27 then in 14. But they're going to look at Michigan and what they did on defense to Iowa and they're going to implement the same type of thing because why wouldn't you? That was a game where they held them to 14 points. They're going to look at those and say, well, our guys are athletic enough to do this. And every single podcast I say this, episode I say this, confidence, confidence, confidence. That defense is having fun. Coach Walters is nice, calm, cool, and collected on the sideline. He's scheming up really well, and they are going to have confidence. They are going to fly around, and if they do that, Iowa's offense is going to have a hell of a time trying to move the football and scoring points, and Champagne, if they can sell out Champagne, they're going to have a hard time in that environment. Fans having fun, them having fun on the field. The flip side, Iowa's defense is very, very good. And they've always been very good. You can see it here um, in their schedule, how many points they give up. Now, South Dakota State, they hold them to three points. Now, that's what they're supposed to do. Iowa State, they hold them to 10 points. So holding a team to 10 points, you're putting yourself in a position to win the football game and their offense, which is not very good right now, couldn't score points. Nevada, that's kind of what you're supposed to do, hold a team to zero points. Rutgers, you hold them to 10. Then Michigan... You allow 27. So it's a very good defense. They're very stout up front with their defensive line. It's very similar to Illinois. And their linebackers, very tough tacklers. And their safeties and corners, very physical, can fly down, make tackles. They're very smart. Their defense coordinator at Iowa, they are very well coached. He's a very good defensive coordinator. Iowa is leaning heavily on their defense this year. Illinois is leaning heavy on their defense as well. But the offense is slowly figuring it out with confidence besides Indiana because, again, Illinois could be sitting here at 5-4 and four right now, but they're sitting here at 4-1. and one. I mean, they score 38 in Iowa or Wyoming. Uh, they only get to 20 versus Indiana. They score 24 for Virginia, 31 Chattanooga, but then the 34 points for Wisconsin. Each week, you're seeing a little bit more in their offense. Each week, you're seeing the receivers build confidence up. You're seeing uh, DeVito get more confident there. Chase Brown is Chase Brown. He's going to get his. He's going to do what he does. And you're seeing the offensive line with the leadership there, with the coaching there, each and every week they're getting better. They're getting better at pass protection. They get better at running the football. They're able, once they start getting better and getting confident in what they want to do scheme-wise, then they can start to open it up more up front to start doing other things. You'll see the wide zone, inside zone. You'll start seeing a little bit of the pin and pull stuff. And you'll start seeing lead blocks, the dual blocking. Like They'll start really opening things up the more confident the offensive line gets up front. But they're about to go against – now, Wisconsin's defense is big. And you saw the offensive line sometimes get pushed back, but they also push back. You saw the wide receivers get bumped off the line of scrimmage. So he just faced a big, tough defense at Wisconsin as well. But Iowa is a better team, in my opinion. So Iowa is going to have a very stout defense as well. So for Illinois' offense to, to move the ball and do anything, I personally think, and I haven't watched the film on Iowa like what they have, you want to do short completions for DeVito to start getting him into a rhythm. If Iowa's going to play very aggressively, you're going to look at screens to certain receivers and Isaiah Williams. They're going to really be focused on Chase Brown, motioning Chase Brown around to get focused on him because he can catch out of the backfield. That would help open things, some things up. You might start to see a little bit of zone read stuff out of DeVito to get moving to put more pressure on Iowa's defense because of how good they are. Get a safety to roll down and take a shot deep if you're starting to move guys around up front. Um, you're going to see... 
condensed tension actually shifts. And I expect to see a handful of trick plays or different things going on up front because this is Coach Bielma's team that he played for. This is where he first got his coaching career start. So to have DeVito start to open things up a little bit, seeing those receivers have some confidence, it's a good time. It's really fun to watch and to be able to see those type of things, and I think that's what's going to happen. DeVito has better numbers than Pietras even. Um, DeVito has thrown for 1,121 yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. Pietras only has two passing touchdowns and two interceptions. That's just telling you how this Iowa offense is going, but we can't take it lightly because if they get hot, they get hot. And listening to people talk about Iowa, they feel like they're getting better each and every week, but Illinois is also getting better each and every week. Chase Brown's going to get his. DeVito, if he can get some short completions, then we start opening up. He's going to do fine. The wide receivers like Brian, all them, they're starting to get open. They're starting to find a little bit of a rhythm. Um, this offense is fitting to what the guys can do. It's really fun to watch Illinois, and I really hope that they can sell out the stadium down there um, in Champaign. I unfortunately cannot make it there, but if they can sell it out and do a lot of good things there, um, that's going to be a big hostile environment. Um, for Iowa to come to now, they're used to it because they host, they have huge, um, huge crowds there as well. Um, but they're, you know, I always feel like they're getting better each and every week. Um, so we'll see how that game will go. It's the 78th meeting between Illinois and Iowa. Um, Iowa trails the overall series um, 37 to 38, but they've won the 16 of the last 19 meetings. 13 of the last 14, they've won eight in a row. Illinois has not beat Iowa eight times they've played. It hasn't been every single year, but the last eight times Illinois has played Iowa, they have not beat them. Um, so it's 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 a lot of things. Illinois is going to have a little chip on their shoulder from this. During those eight-game win streaks, Iowa, they've won by over 22 points a game. Um it's been it's a tough thing, and you want a big time for Illinois to beat Iowa. The last time Illinois beat Iowa was in 2008, 27-24 win in Champaign-Urbana. Iowa, it opened up. They were 4.5 underdog um, going to Illinois. Um, I think it's now plus 4. It's not 4.5 anymore. It's 4. Over-under is 36 points per game. Um, If you're looking for the betting thing trend, Illinois is 7-1 against the spread in its last eight games. Under um, nine and one, and final on eyes last ten. Iowa seven two and one against the spread um, in the last ten road games. So the big thing is the offenses. The defenses, I think, are going to do what they're going to do. They, you know, we've already seen what they're going to do. So now it's going to come down to which defense breaks or which offense starts to really get it going and really attack the defense and starts playing really well. So it, it all depends. And when you're looking at it, I know Iowa has a really good defense. But I think Illinois' offense can match that, and they may have to put long drives together because I was okay keeping things in front of them to tackle two-yard gain here, one-yard gain here. Maybe they get a three- or four-yard gain here, the offense coming out. I think Illinois' offense right now is just better than Iowa's offense right now. And I don't want to hear anything about Iowa playing – Better competition, quote unquote, I guess uh, would be the right way to put this. Um, because, like, really, I mean, I guess you could say Michigan and uh, Iowa State, but they played South Dakota State. They played Nevada, um, Rutgers. I know Rutgers is better, but I mean, you could compare that schedule to Illinois. 
um, playing Indiana, which is Big Ten school, like a Rutgers, um, playing Virginia, like playing an Iowa State, even though Iowa State has had more success than Virginia. Then playing Wisconsin, who I know is struggling a little bit, but that's still a Big Ten team who can turn it on and win. And I think they could have now without Coach uh, Chris in there. I don't know how that's going to work. But Illinois' offense, to me, I think is in a better spot, playing better than Iowa's offense. And I think they can match Iowa's defense. And I think it's going to match that better than Iowa's offense going against Illinois' defense. So Illinois is going to beat Iowa in Champaign. Illinois is going to get to 5-1. and one. They are going to be having fun in Champaign. And the attitude from what I've seen from the players, that was an upset in Wisconsin. That was a win. We're moved on to Iowa. And that was the day of Wisconsin. Like the night of, they said, we're already on to Iowa. Coach Bielma, that it was Saturday night, Sunday morning. He said thanks to everybody that said something to him. They're on to Iowa. Like they were already, this is business as usual. Coach Bielma has gotten that culture there right now, and they're going to continue to build off of it. Illinois will get the win versus Iowa. Illinois' offense will be able to match up with Iowa's defense better than Iowa's offense going against Illinois' defense. Illinois' defense is going to continue this nice little run. The offense is going to start playing, going to continue to play just as well as they have been. So it's going to be a fun game in Champaign-Urbana. Illinois will beat Iowa. Um, so that wraps up this episode, Illinois versus Iowa. Um, preview. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. Like and subscribe to YouTube channel. Follow it, rate it um, on Apple and iTunes. Uh, share it out. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Thumbs up, all that good stuff. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, thank you guys for watching and or listening. And this is Coach Steve. We will see you guys next time. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Podcasting is hard, but it doesn't have to be. Introducing the science of a podcast, hosted by Spreaker from iHeart. This weekly podcast looks at the many sides of the podcasting industry, from success, growth, and technology to the varying challenges we all face. This is one podcast about podcasting you don't want to miss. New episodes launch every Tuesday. Listen to the science of a podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.